It's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Don. Chaz Evans, you're checking out the hottest podcast in the world. The Three Count Podcast. Hit him with a, hit him with a three count. Pin him to the ground and the crowd go wild, man. Now I know we all like. Hit him with a three count. On the top row crowd. Oh, man, we definitely had some errors right off the jump. That's kind of what's expected. Yo, what's up? That's right. It's your boy, you know, the one, your friendly neighborhood, Red Dog. That's right. We're here today because normally Chaz would be doing these intros and Chaz was like, uh, Cliff, you do it. And I was like, oh, all right, here we go. So it is time. That's right. It is uh, not Chaz and friends, but Cliff and friends. And let's talk about my friend who's going to be going on one-on-one with the friendly one. That's right. He's sitting right next to me that way. He is uh, the man who is the man who does the paperwork, the man who handles the paperwork, because simply I don't do nothing with the paperwork. He is the the leader of pure ignorance as much as he wants to deny. He says we're a trio. We all work together. But clearly he is the head Hydra head on there. And if you guys don't know, now you know. It is the Don Chad Evans. Yo, it's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Grapital region's best kept secret, the world's greatest hater, the Don Chaz Evans. The three-head hydra of pure ignorance is a crazy thing right now. And I'm <laughs> writing that down as we speak because that's money, and I like that one. Putting that You're going to be like, oh, that came right off the fly. <laughs> like it did, bro. <laughs> and if you didn't know, now you know you put that at the end, too, and it, it just flowed. Oh, that rhymed, too. Whoa, I'm a rapper now, guys, okay? Um, oh, whoa, whoa, now you just borrowing all the stuff that I took from somebody yeah. else, okay? Like, we can't have that. <laughs> You're right. You're right. But, yeah, <laughs> y'all, it, it was a crazy weekend for us as far as uh, wrestling-wise. Yep, yeah, we, were, we are wrestling crazy enough. This is a crazy year, as you all have been. I think we started the podcast the same week we had uh, was we when we went back to wrestling. So I think yeah, every show, one of every show, every week we've had a show. One of us has had a booking that weekend. So yeah, yeah, we had one uh, yesterday, both of us. So we, I'm tired, and I didn't yeah, feel like no kidding, I didn't man. feel like it. I didn't feel like <laughs> hosting, but I made sure. Because I told y'all we probably wasn't going to do a show like that first week when we came back. And I said, you know what? I'm going to uh, prove myself wrong. And I forced myself to get on here with you guys. <laughs> and plus, there's a lot of chatter about the Rumble. And I think it's not not necessary. So uh, it's important we do a show because the Rumble was amazing. And not only that, uh, Dynamite was dope too. So, yeah, yeah, I just don't feel like hosting, guys. I don't. <laughs> but... Enough with all that. Let's get into some intros and announcements, right? So if you guys don't know, uh, you can find all of our merch still at ProWrestlingTees.com for slash the three count podcast because Chaz has been too lazy to put it on for your wear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Way to just, wow. <laughs> hey, hey, I said at the top of the show, okay, Chaz handles all of the paperwork stuff. I just kind of do all the other stuff that goes behind the scenes. So the paperwork stuff that Chaz clearly has to do for for your wear is not done yet. It will be soon, whether it's this week, next week, or maybe sometime in the next year. You will <laughs> see it on forgerwear.com. <laughs> uh, also, if you guys haven't yet, 
subscribe to all of our stuff, right? Follow us on all the social media platforms. You look right down below. You can see it right there on Twitter. It is three count underscore pod. Everything else is three count pod. Go check us out. You guys can even subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. Follow us on Spotify. Leave us those five star frog slash reviews that you do on Apple Podcasts because we definitely appreciate it. We know it doesn't take a lot, and we definitely love the fact that you do. Share this video with all your friends. Share the stream with all your friends. Come in, talk to us. Have a great time. We love having conversations with each and every one of you. So just come in and just say what up. That's that's kind of what it is. Uh, more importantly, things that are going on in Studio 1B, a part of now entering, Chaz, what do you have? Nothing, because you know <laughs> that I do that show. <laughs> so I'll let you guys know. Uh, this is actually the first week in 53 weeks that we have not had uh, an episode. I think it's actually been longer than that. I mean, it's probably been like two years. But I do have some interviews planned for upcoming week. I do think that if I do have the interview come, uh, interview that's planned for tomorrow, you guys will see that on Tuesday for definitely, so that way we can keep the streak going. But if not, you guys just get an episode next week. <laughs> it is, it is what it is. <laughs> like, hey, you guys get this content for free. We try to push it out to you as, as, as weekly as we can, but hey, it, it is what it is. So exactly. it just it just happens. Uh, go through forwardwear.com forward slash. Uh, isn't it uh, pure ignorance, right? All together, yes. pure underscore yes. ignorance. Yes. Uh, go to forwardwear.com. Check out the wrestler stores. Go buy Chaz and uh, Pure Ignorance's merch. Of course, your boys on there too. Go check out the Red Dog. That's right, you guys. We got actually our stuff. Pure Ignorance gotten something. Uh, we got a new we got new merch dropping. Uh, soon, very soon. Um, uh, yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. I think, I think people. It's 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 one that people have been asking for since the jump of pure ignorance. So, um, definitely excited to drop that for everybody because uh, kind of works with the whole uh, duffin season. Now, now I've said too much. <laughs> well, and you know, uh, Chaz and I kind of behind the scenes to let you guys know. Been working on a new logo with Red Dog, so you guys will be seeing that merch come out too as well. It's not official yet. I don't even want to drop any names or hints or anything about it, but you guys will definitely enjoy it. I promise you. Uh, what else we got going on? That's that's it. So let's talk about the the indie spotlight. So Chaz and I have been working furiously, right, to go get as much info about what's going on in the indie world. Uh, so Chaz, I'm gonna let you have this one. It is the indie roundup. So let's talk about what's going on in the indie world. All righty, so uh, let's start off last week, last Sunday, actually, while we were doing our show live, UCW uh, was having their uh, inaugural show, their opening show, and, uh, well, not their opening show, but their second show, sorry, um, and let's start it off, so uh, Valen Von Rockwell introduces Sabrina and Harley as the Undisputed Girls, as well as the new UCW tag titles, hopefully, you know, you know, those those blue straps come into pure ignorance. Hopefully, actually, no, there's no hopefully, it's gonna happen because guess what? Me and I think I think I think it's me and Noah. I think we're teaming up in the tournament. We're gonna whip everybody's tail. But until that happens, uh Ricky Price alongside uh Gavin, MJ Stacks, and CR O'Malley successfully defended his Frontier Pro Wrestling Pride Championship against Nathaniel Cunningham, accompanied by Shelby Waters. Uh, Skyler Kin Kincaid. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, defeated Aaron Roxas to become the number one contender for the UCW championship. Nice and smooth defeated Team JD with CR O'Malley to advance in the second round of the tag tournament. They better not see me. 
Edge of Hope defeat Mancuso Brothers to advance in the second round of the tag tournament. They better not face me because they ain't going to have no hope. Adrian Serino, <laughs> alongside Delia, successfully defended the PPW WILN TV Championship against Prince Piranha. Luca, my, my homie right there, that's a homie. Luca Mancini uh, came out to announce that he will not be partaking in the dog collar match against Uncle Masty, but the Tater City Madman had other plans and what may have been the best match of the night. Uncle Masty got his revenge as he gave Luca the J Driller to win the match. CXR put on a show for the crowd as they defeated a disgruntled dem good old boys to advance to the second round of the tag tournament. The number one seeded tag team, Diamond City War Machines, uh, who beat it pure ignorance, the uh, incarnation of Machiavelli and Noah, not, not, not Chaz Evans. They beat them at UCW. But Diamond City War Machines defeat the Midnight Delight as Penn had hit them with the Briscoe's Doomsday device to advance to the second round of the tag tournament. Valen Rockwell came out to announce that Jeff Carden would be the referee for the main event. And a bloodied H.C. Locke successfully defended his UCW championship against Joey Martinez and Mr. Ruda. Jeff Carden was knocked out during the match. And Mr. Ruda brought out referee Jim Hober, who turned out to be just as crooked as Ruda. After several failed attempts at a quick count, Locke was able to turn the tables on Martinez and company. So that is UCW from last Sunday. Now, moving on to Bel Air Merlin this past Saturday. EWA <laughs> Rage in the Cage featuring yours truly, Red Dog. Yay! Yay. Red Dog. <laughs> so let's start off uh, in the castle, Bel Air Armory, EW Rage in the Cage. Uh, Shane Banner won the outside in Rumble. Sean Raymond and, and Colin Sheen defeated John Berg and John Berg Jr. Cayman MK defeated Jägermeister. Hero Napier and Michael Anthony defeated Stellman and Corey Bush. Shout out to Corey Bush. Siler, Old Man Youngboy, Eddie Blass, and Hamish Stewart defeated, oh, Rico Hendricks, <laughs> Aaron Ho, Jägermeister, and Red Dog. Yeah, I don't understand. So not that I'm going to like interject in here, but I'm going to interject. Uh, it is hard, okay, to win when you don't even have your whole A squad. You don't even have a B squad. You're dealing with the D squad. I said what I said. Rico and I were the only OGs in there. Everybody else, we didn't have our backups. To our, we had backups to our back. Listen, we were, we were dealing with Brock Purdy and his backup. That's what we were playing with. We didn't even have a full a good team. <laughs> I didn't say. <laughs> Dang. On well, the front though, Jaegermeister did work two matches though. So <laughs> Jeez. Well, at least you fought hard, Red Dog. You fought hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh superstar superstar saw Sparza. <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh, successfully defended his cruiserweight title against Eel O'Neill. How was that, uh, Cliff? Did it? That did was it, a fun match. I'm about to say, did it? Did it smack of all smack like it was going to smack? Yeah, it did. I, I kind of <laughs> yeah, that's 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 definitely one, folks. If you get a chance uh, when they drop it on EWA's YouTube channel, go check that match out. Uh, I I haven't seen it yet. I know it was fire. Go check that one out. 
Uh, Art of War successfully defended their tag team titles against Jason Drake and Jesse Orion. Tomahawk successfully defended his EWA Heavyweight Championship against Grizzly O in the main event. Now, last match in the indie roundup. Coming out of <laughs> Riverside, New Jersey, Orochi Pro Wrestling, their inaugural show as well. All right. So let's get right down to it. Six way scrambler match. Okay. And Dino defeats Mookie Summers, Bennett, Noah Idol, James Gray, and Bristol Lion, Marcus Schuyler. I just want to put out there that my boy Noah was looking sharp like a tack out there. Okay. All right, I just want to put out that he Duff Bennett stomped on his foot too. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny, right? He he back kicked him, bow knee, boom, stomped his foot. My man did a discus Duff too. He said, what? Like, like it was real Brody Lee. Like it was kind of it was clean. Um, but yeah, he took <laughs> he still took it now. Well, no, he didn't because he didn't get pinned. I mean, I didn't get pinned either. <laughs> You're right. Well, no, it's a scramble match. Whatever. Anyway. I don't care. <laughs> Big F and Vin defeated Uncle Masty. The ACPW Heavyweight Championship match. The Alpha Tyreno defeats King Crab. Uh, with Captain Decapitate, everyone's favorite uh, pirate. TJ Reno and Harleen Lopez defeated the Outfielders. That was a uh, that was actually a fire in in uh what you call it intergender tag match. I will say, like I was, I was watching that. It was actually fire. Uh, Nadia Adonis Valero uh, defeats Frightmare. Brew Valen defeats Pancakes. Pure ignorance. Chaz Evans and Prince Machiavelli. Them four one zero boys <laughs> defeated. I'm sorry. Put to sleep. The Air Show, Razorwing and Mach Ten fire match. I would love to work them anytime. Uh. Any place, anywhere. <coughs> Big ups to them, but I am a man of my word. Every time the Cavelli clutch gets put on, people go to sleep. It's 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 nap time. So, but in the main event, the horse of horses, Devontes defeats the living horror, Suicide Myers, in your main event, and that, ladies and gentlemen, in the name of the Chaz, the Don, and the Grappital Region is your indie roundup back to you cliff yeah it's gotta be like the grapple region's best wrestler like you gotta make sure to put it all together like that so you know it's like the (laughs) the jazz the dawn and the the grapple region okay yeah and the grapple's best region wrestler regional wrestler because it feels weird when you're just like the grapple region like cool that would be just like saying the father the son and the holy (laughs) <laughs> gotcha. You gotta you gotta put the punctuation at the end. Gotcha. I got you. Got you. Got you. We're still working on catchphrases, y'all, just We're in still. case you're wondering. <laughs> but hey, so let's talk about it, right? We're gonna get to our first debate topic. The Royal Rumble was last night. Now, Chaz and I were working shows. I'm gonna be honest. I told everybody like if you talk to me about this show. Because to me, the Royal Rumble is like Christmas, right? Like, if you talk to me about the Rumble, tell me who got in the Rumble, who won the Rumble, I will block you for the year until the next Rumble, right? I want you to learn the lesson, the hard lesson of what it's like <laughs> to know to spoil something like that for me. So I stayed off of the internet. Uh, 
And I got home like 1130, close to midnight, and watched the rumble till like 2 o'clock in the morning, passed out, and woke up. And it was like 9 o'clock in the morning, and I finished watching the rumble from there. Uh, so we'll be honest. But like, I got to watch it in the car. I got to watch it on the ride back from my show. <laughs> As soon you as the rumble, yeah. as soon as the rumble started, uh, Machiavelli and his wife legit were pulling up around the corner, beeping the horn like "Let's go," and me and Noah was walking in the <laughs> walking in the car, and it's now time for your Royal Rumble. I'm like, oh, perfect timing. <laughs> so, so let's get into it, right? So uh, there's been a lot of debate between like the men and the women's rumble, right? Whether it was good or whose was better, or right, or just overall, like with the show, just in general. Because I've been reading on Twitter, seeing people were saying like this this year's rumble was kind of meh, and this, that, and the other, and so on and so forth. But let's talk about it. So to me, uh, I guess like the topic we'll talk about was uh, one, who had the better rumble, right, men or women, and then two, like was this just kind of a meh pay per view? All right. So, first off, with the Better Rumble, I think if you – I mean, well, it also depends on what you determine as how, how good Rumble is. Um, right. I think that's also a thing, how, what you depend on the criteria. Because I feel like a lot of people would say that the men's Royal Rumble was meh because there was lack of surprises and or we knew uh, – the winner automatically we we are it was predictable um i i will have to agree uh that the women killed it um for for what they had to work with as, as um as well now by no means were their wrestling and as far as wrestling moves and stuff were crisp and clean you're in a it's a, you're in a battle royal like <laughs> it's all about spots and and pockets of stuff when you're in a rumble but I think people will say that the women were better because they had surprises. Nia Jax uh, returning. Um, Michelle McCool popping out from the front row. I thought it was yeah. kind of a cool thing because I definitely was like, oh, when, when they showed her in the beginning, I go, oh, well, she's not in the Rumble. And <laughs> so, um, and of course, you know, the NXT uh, superstars that showed up, which I thought were fired. Um, I thought who uh Zoe Starks did good. Um I also thought um Roxanne, which uh I was like super hyped. And I'm like, hey, that's the NXT women's champion. Like, let's go. So I thought that was very it was I thought as far as the women, it was structured better than the men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can't go wrong with Gunther and Cody for a good extra 10 at the end. And just seeing Cody get his ass beat and build that, you know, that baby face sympathy. And you like Cody, if you watch the press release, uh, the press conference afterwards, Cody goes, if you know me without a leash, you know how I can get. And I, Cody, you, you should have known once Gunther and Cody were the last two that Gunther was going to beat that little boy ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And, Cody won, of course. We knew that was coming, but uh, I think the big thing about uh, coming out of the men was Gunther coming in and beating the record. Yeah. Um, same thing as Rhea. I think on I think this year's Rumble was just was just to break records, really. 
Yeah, I think endurance records. I think that yeah. was the the goal from the from the jump was to we're gonna smash these records and we're gonna set a whole precedence of everything that's gonna be happening. I mean, let's be real, like with WWE, like it, it was meant to happen, right? Because like Rey Mysterio broke that record back in two thousand six and you know, at sixty two minutes long. And I think it was just time like for someone else to do it. So when WWE put Gunther in there at one, it, it made sense. And uh, it was just cool. It was cool to see, though. And I'm not, I'm not going to front. I mean, I kind of popped when I saw that, you know, Gunther was the last one in, too. So it kind of, I don't know, it's funny to me because it kind of said to me that if Cody wasn't in, Gunther would have been the dude to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the only, <laughs> I, I just... To be honest, there was no other person in that rumble that made me believe that they could win it besides Gunther. Um, I think putting Cody at 30 was... <coughs> I don't think that was the way to go. Like you said, it, like I said, it, it was predictable. Um, yeah. I think maybe it was also, you know, to give Cody a break because we knew he was... Because Cody was going to, you know... Get mutilated by Gunther at the end, so I guess give him, you know, time to, you know, really act, made himself back in the ring for being gone for 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 so long. But if it wasn't Cody, there was there was no one else in that Royal Rumble match that really could have won. I mean, yeah, Brock was in there, but Brock got eliminated, so it was there, meh. I, I can see why people were calling the the men's rumble meh. There was no. It's weird though. There was I'm no. There was the, no shock. I'm you gonna knew, go on the you other knew side. Going, you knew going in that Cody was winning, and if Cody wasn't winning, it had to be like we said last week. It had to be who, The Rock. And The Rock then said he ain't gonna be there. Even Triple H said it last night, <laughs> and it's not happening. So, if Cody was the only other option. And there are no possibilities, then hey, I mean, we're just we were just going through formalities. As so, far as fans concerned. So one, we I do want to insure, I want to I want to put this comment up really quick because like this is definitely so we're talking about surprises and stuff like that. We can't forget Chelsea Green coming back. Oh um, yes, yes, yeah, that yes. was that was a cool. I pop for that. I'm not gonna front. That yes. that was a major thing. Uh, and also, I'm gonna put this up here too. Uh, comment saying big thing knowing the person that finished second ends up also getting the push for mania i think that's a big thing uh but i'm gonna be honest on the women's side though like i don't think like i don't want to knock her right because i do see that she's putting in a lot of hard work and yes i do think Liv like deserves that kind of push but oscar was putting it down last night too and i was oh, like dude the, that was lit the thing about the women is the final three you it was a the a perfect final three mm. because you had Asuka coming back which was oh okay we didn't know that was going to happen there's your <coughs> quote unquote surprise you yeah. had Rhea who probably everybody had going in was the favorite to win it and then you had Liv who, every, who was just loved by everyone and Every and when Liv's in a situation like that, everyone's going to get behind Liv because we want to see Liv succeed. Period. Mm -hmm. That was the perfect. 
You it could have that that's what the, the rumble lacked. But you know what? I'm gonna go on the other side, right? Because I'm not even just, playing devil. They could have they could have went either way. As I was watching it as if like, oh, wait, they could give it to Liv. Oh, we might get Liv and Bianca. Oh, like an actual program. Liv. I think you don't go wrong with all three of those matches, though. Like all let's say all six scenarios, right? Whether it's Liv, Liv, Rhea, or Asuka versus Bianca Belair, or Liv, Rhea. Bianca are uh, live Rhea and Oscar versus Flair. Like those aren't bad matches. No, like, me- yeah, at WrestleMania for a headliner, like that's not a bad match. No, like that's no, a fire ass match. No, yeah, all those matches could could main a you know main event one of those WrestleMania nights. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm gonna put this comment up real quick, and then I kind of want to talk about it uh, as far as like the men's rumble goes, right? So uh, Bobby Lashley eliminating Brock the way that he did was a wow factor. I agree. It was kind of cool to see. But, you know, I think the only problem I had with it was the fact that uh, Goldberg had did it like three years before. And, like, I think that was my my biggest issue with it. Because, like, it was cool to see that Bobby Lashley was also able to, like, kind of manhandle Brock. Yeah. But it's, it's just the idea that, you know, I've seen Goldberg do it when he did the Survivor Series thing and then he came into the Rumble and just eliminated him real quick. And then obviously, like, Goldberg got eliminated. I think Goldberg got eliminated by Undertaker, like, right after that. So, yeah. I mean, it, it was cool, but it was just kind of like the, I, I kind of like it, but I kind of also, I've seen this before. And that, that, that's a problem, right? Because that's, this kind of leads into everything else I want to say because that aspect of the Rumble was one thing that I was super excited about. I loved the storytelling that came with the Rumble. Now, my only problem with the Rumble is that it was kind of predictable in the sense of, like, who may come out if you're following, like, the storylines, right? So, like, when Omos came out, right? Like, oh, shit, here comes Omos. And then all of a sudden, who comes out next? Braun Strowman, right? So it's like, oh, okay, so now the two big guys are going to fight it out. And they've they've had history, right? And then prior to that, right, the number one person, Gunther, who's number two? Sheamus, right? So we're seeing like all these like these stories that were like playing out and we're watching everybody run the way that they're running. So it's like, uh, yeah, I kind of like it, but also kind of don't. But it it made the, the whole rumble flow smoothly, which I actually I appreciated a lot because I felt like we were getting a lot of good storytelling into it. And it was the same thing with the women. Right. So the women were telling like these great stories about like who's entering in, who's doing what. And like the eliminations kind of made sense. Like it wasn't like spastic. Although I do want to say uh, I hope Kofi is doing fine because that spot looked like he he botched it pretty hard and like he was grabbing the back of his head pretty tough when he was trying to land back on that chair. So I was like, you know, if if he got hurt, I just want to say, you know, best wishes to you. But if not, hey man, like it's the second spot that you've blown back to back years, bro. And I kind of think that we need to reevaluate Kofi being like the surprise, like, hey, I saved myself this way kind of guy because like. You can't keep going bigger when you're aging. You know what I mean? Like, kind of have to let somebody else have those spots because let's be real, that Logan Paul ricochet spot where it clashed in midair, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was. <laughs> yeah. It was. Shout out to Logan Paul. Yeah. Shout out to Ty for putting out there, Ty the Playmaker, for talking about how people, you know, who like that spot. Um, he hates them, so you can hate me too. Uh, <laughs> well, no, because he because he had because he had wanted to do. He was talking about that spot 
like years ago. I, 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 I actually I actually remember remember him talking about it, and everyone was telling him how dumb it was, and no. And now, and now everybody's yeah. Two years later or three years later, everybody's like popping for the one spot that he's like, I've been trying to do this for years, and nobody wants yeah. to do it with me. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, so like the stories flowed very very well. I really really liked them. Uh, the matches, right? Uh, you know, I liked the KO versus uh, Roman Reigns match. I thought that was really well put together. Uh, obviously, like there was stuff that was happening. Sammy was supposed to be like involved with everything. And the shenanigans were going to take over. The way it ended, I was like, damn, like, that's kind of crazy. Um, as far as, like, the stuff that was going on with, spoiler for those who haven't seen it. And if you haven't seen it, why are you watching us? Uh, but the stuff that yeah, happened fact. with Jay. <laughs> right? Uh, the stuff that happened with Jay. Right? So, obviously, that was kind of like, oh, damn, I didn't see that one coming. But I kind of understood the story, right? Because that's what we would talk about, right? So, here's this dude who's been very, like, he's been very cautious of sammy right and then the moment that sammy like does something to like show his alliance right to the bloodline yep he turns it and jay is just devastated because here's this dude that he's legit like been in battles with and they were growing this relationship and then to watch someone just switch it up and go back to their old friend and it was just I can see the devastation in Jay and I kind of like understood it. So I'm kind of curious as to see where the rest of the story plays out from there. But um, it was, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely heartbreaking to see. Uh, I thought the women's championship match, uh, it was just kind of, it was just kind of there. Like, and unfortunately it's because it came after like the shenanigans that happened with uh, Bray Wyatt's match. And then going into yeah. that match, it was like, I don't really know like what was supposed to be expected, but it just didn't. Uh, it just it just didn't it work was, out the way that they, it worked out. It was bad placement. They they just got yeah. they got yeah they they suck. They just got. Sucked By the way, for those who are wondering, we're putting a comment down below. It says Cliff owes me nine ninety nine for my peacock login. Uh, no. <laughs> well then, um, <laughs> good luck with um, your ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, the women. I think. Uh, Bianca also, and Alexa I'm gonna put this out there before we so hold on a point. So in in that Peacock login, there's legitimately it says the Luhans, right? And I legit create a profile in Anthony's Peacock account that says not the Luhans. <laughs> <laughs> just so like everybody else is like, who created this one? I was like, yo, it just says not the Luhans. <laughs> Full transparency. Becca was worried about watching like the Real Housewives of like whatever on their account, and it would mess up their algorithm. So I just created another profile just for that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it says right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's funny. Um, but my point about the uh. The women's championship is that they just got screwed. They got shot in the foot with a with placement. Yeah, I there was. Uh, I think anything you put after that, uh, the pitch black match would have suffered. Um, yeah, it just yeah, it just it was just they just the match wasn't bad. It was it was a solid match. I mean, it's just they just got bad placement on the show. That's all. Speaking speaking of speaking of sponsorships and stuff. 
uh, I have the pitch black mountain, so I'm trying for the first time. Well, like, on oh, wow, wow, like, oh, wow, like Cody did yesterday, yeah, okay. I mean, it's all right. <laughs> Wow, as I it drink, definitely does have a citrus. It definitely has that citrus flavor to it, though. Spark. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've been waiting like all show to like show that off that I bought the pitch black. <laughs> well, since we're talking about the pitch black, let's talk about Bray Wyatt and yeah, and and that what whatever we saw. So <laughs> it was a did- little like it was offsetting. Uh, no, so okay, so let me. I'll put it this way, right? I thought the match itself was kind of cool. I like the idea of like a black light match, right? Even though yes. it's the blackout match. I love that idea. I think uh, now everybody's going to try it on the indie scene because, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's what they do. But um, no, I loved it. I thought it was cool. Uh, the match itself, obviously, you know, it's Ellie Knight and Bray Wyatt. Like, you, if you kind of follow their kind of respective stories, like, you already know what you're going to get kind of at, at these matches. I thought it was really great. Uh, I'm kind of curious as to see what that mask looks like out of the black light because I thought that was very interesting. And then uh, for me, the howdy thing was you could clearly see like my man miss badly on uh, on that drop. <laughs> Not even that, but a what? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely, brace pain, pain was, was sick. Yeah, um, it was just I was sh- I just I was intrigued. I was entertained. Um, now I'm like, all right, what's next? <laughs> I I like I I like and I think I said this last week. I could care less about Bray Wyatt wrestling. I'm here for now the story. I'm here for wherever the dots connect to and whatever the picture. That it makes, I'm, 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 I'm here. It's like one of those, you know, connected dots, and it's got like several hundred dots, and so I think we've got to like dot fifty out of seven hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so but it's like it's like you're so focused on the inside the picture. You're kind of so we're all like here, and we're all watching, and we're all trying to look around, but we're all stuck with like this little picture, right? And we're all just waiting for like that giant masterpiece yeah. so that we can be pulled back and see like how how we've been played the whole time, like almost as if like. Bray Wyatt has had this planned since he was Husky Harris. Like that's kind of like the thought process I always have when I look at Bray Wyatt. I'm like, bro, he's he's fucking with us on a different level. <laughs> like, and I just want to know what that level is. I just want to see the whole thing play out. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, the match is cool. Um, <coughs> I'm just yeah, he Uncle Howdy totally missed. Um, I'm just here to he see. Did. All right, where does Eli? Where where does where? You know, I'm about to call him Eli Drake. Um, where does LA Knight? What's next? Where does he go? Like, is it's it's over, right? Right? Like, is it, or is it not? I know. Does he go back to uh, was that Max? <laughs> was his Max character? Max, Max Dupree. <laughs> Max Dupree. <laughs> yeah. Does he go back to that, or does he join the Wyatt Six? And then like the puppets are caught up at the top. I thought was interesting. So yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I like I said, whatever it was, it was it was cool. <laughs> He, but see, that's the thing about Bray Wyatt. Like, we all, like, we've talked about this like numerous times from like two years ago when Bray Wyatt showed up with the Firefly Funhouse. I was intrigued 
instantly. And I was intrigued with the from the point that we saw um oh god dang it, what's uh what's his vulture's name? Uh oh remember I don't remember the name. I don't <laughs> remember he like he just kept popping out of box, right? Yeah, that was it. And I was so intrigued with everything. And then all of a sudden, like everything started coming into play, right? And then we saw the firefly. Oh, mercy. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh Andy, thank you. Uh yeah, mercy. But when uh so when Mercy kept showing up, uh then all of a sudden like the Firefly Funhouse came up a lot and I was like, I was intrigued. And uh he's on the show, he's probably still watching still, but Anthony was clearly like, This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Remember, I think he said it on the show. He's like, I don't understand it. And I was like, bro, just give it time. I promise you, it's gonna make sense. And then the fiend popped out and we were all like, This is the greatest thing ever. And here we are again, watching everything slow burn. And you and I talked about this like uh, like, you know, by the way, if anybody wondering, we talk all the time, but we were talking on our phone call, like we watched this slow burn happen and we know like we're, I think right now the lit, the fuse is lit and we're about to see everything just explode. Probably like WrestleMania, everything's going to happen. We're going to be like, Oh, this was worth everything. <laughs> yeah. But okay. So let's. Let's move into our second. Well, we're going to move into the next topic, right? We'll talk about this. Now, to our next topic, we're just going to move into the next section of our show. We love this show. It's called Tip Check. And here's how Tip. things are going to work. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Fire off, as went out. <laughs> Tip Check. <laughs> so, we're, either, we're going to talk about our hottest and our coldest wrestlers of the week. So, uh, Chaz, actually, give me your coldest wrestler of the week. My coldest wrestler of the week. <laughs> the Miz. Oh my God! Yes, the Miz. He and I, and it's it. And the thing is, this and it's not because like the, anything he's doing is bad. It's he's the right person for that <laughs> spot. It's just he's getting the oh, he's getting the ass clown treatment, getting the you know the bad guy that gets embarrassed and you know. For the old baby face, and no, it that's fine. You got someone's got to do it. Um, but uh, coldest wrestler of the week going with the Miz. Um, his Rumble appearance was a little bit uh lackluster this year. So he's not mine, but I'm gonna add to your point, right? Uh, it was something he said on SmackDown, right? He's like, I've been doing Royal Rumble since you before you were born. You know, talking to Theory. Yes, and, yes. Uh, Austin goes, Austin goes, well, that just means you're old. And I was like, damn. You know, and he fired off quick. And I was like, damn. And then Miz was like, mm, it just means I'm more experienced than you. I'm like, <laughs> bro, you were number three. You got thrown out in like 30 seconds, my guy. Like, you need to chill out. <laughs> like, cap all the noise, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe. Yeah, but I definitely, I, I would have to agree. I think for me, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take, uh, I, you know, it's going to be rough for me to say like this, but I got to give Cedric Alexander, like my coldest wrestler, right? Like he comes back, they get walloped, right? Then they don't get put on TV. They're not even in the Royal Rumble, right? Like, man, you could even, you could use them as cannon, cannon fodder, right? But you just, you didn't have a place for him. Didn't make sense to me. So, you know, for me, unfortunately, Cedric, to the Xbox, you go, bro. <laughs> but yeah. give me your hottest wrestler of the week. <laughs> uh, it is it any is it anybody? 
that come on, it's the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I mean, let's be real. He won the Royal Rumble. Finish the story, my guy. Come on. <laughs> We're going to go finish the story. The work begins. Do the work. Let's go. The Kang. Cody Luther Kang. Doing it for the people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. Sami right. Zayn. That's a good I, one. I can't can't root against the dude. Uh He's been playing his role very, very well, uh, you know, especially on Monday night when he was on there. He was clearly his focal point of Raw 30, right? And then we move into SmackDown. He wasn't even supposed to be on the show, according to our tribal chief. Shows up anyway, saves Solo, right? And then we get into last night, right? And he's in the match. Or he's not even in the match. He's just there, right? And one thing that was, was very funny was when Roman was like, he, he said Give me the chair, Sammy. And he was like, you told me not to do anything. I, I can't do anything. You told me not to. And then Roman's face, like, give me a fucking chair, Sammy. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he took off and got the chair. Bro, it was just all the stuff that Sammy did, like, was just, it's just been a master class of, like, how to get your character together and help drive a story that's not yours, but do it with your character. And just the little nuances that he's been doing uh, and helping push everything and getting him noticed. Because even when he got beat down, Kevin was still handcuffed up and the crowd was still cheering for Sami Zayn. Like, yeah. that's on yeah. a level of over that, like, very few people can get on. And for me, I think that's what makes it. And credits to Roman for doing that, like, getting this man over. But because, you know, Sammy was on his way up and up anyway, but this just put it on another level. And I just think I think Sami Zayn to me I just I can't I can't go against the guy who's going against the tribal chief. <laughs> You're right, no, that's facts. All right, so let's talk about let's talk about uh, our next topic. Right, there's a lot of controversy that's going on with this subject, uh, and I kind of think that Chaz and I might be on different levels. So we're gonna look at you guys to kind of like give your opinions on what you think. So let's talk about AEW Dynamite, right? Uh, and in particular, we're going to talk about uh, the tribute match, right? And it's not that we're talking about the tribute match. It's just that some people have been saying that it's a little too little too, uh, too little too late uh, with, uh, with the Briscoes, right? Uh, you know, Mark and Jay Lethal had an amazing match. They tore the house down. It was so cool to see. But TNT and TBS had made it pretty, though, well, Warner Brothers Media – Warner Brother Media and Discovery, I think that's how it's pronounced now. Uh, Screw made them, it very bro. clear. Made it very, <laughs> very clear that they didn't is. want the, <laughs> Who cares made it very clear that they didn't is. want the they didn't want the Briscoes a part of TNT or TBS. Uh, up until I think it was Tuesday night that they approved uh, everything, right? And so Mark Briscoe flew out, uh, worked Jay in the main event of AEW Dynamite. Um, also I don't know if people know, but credits, big ups to Jay Lethal because he worked that killer match. And then, like, two matches later, he was back in that tag match for Rampage. Yeah. And, like, I was like, oh, damn. Like, you know, my man's putting it at work. But so I guess really where the debate topic is, like, how do we feel about it? How do we feel about the main event? And how do we feel about the Briscoes, like, finally getting a chance, or Mark Briscoe getting a chance to be on? So the match itself was fire. Um, <laughs> I think as a tribute match, 
it did everything it needed to do. I think it was very therapeutic for both men. I think Jay was probably popping while watching the match. Um, and I think it, it's it, the match itself is it wasn't it was it was, it was fine. Nothing was wrong with the match. Um, I'm on the fa- I'm on the side of you know you waited to you waited till the man died to put them on TV over something that hey you know he apologized for. I I'm always I I've always been uh, a big uh, exer. I don't know. I hate the, I don't know what the right term I want to use, but a big a person against like, Oh, sympathy votes and like, uh, post giving people a credit just, you know, because out of sympathy, because they passed away. I think that isn't fair now into them, but anybody else. Um, and I, and I, and I feel like as far as, you know, cause I think Mark and them, he's, he's on a, he can, he's on AEW, um, the dynamite. So he can be on TBS and, and, and TNT and all that now. But I was just like, well, you could have had, his brother on there, you 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 waited till he died to put him on there after they apologized, and that's that's not right because because to be completely honest, if Jay was still alive, they wouldn't be on TV. Let's let's just be honest. Let's keep it a buck fifty, right? Like like it. Let's call it what it is. They wouldn't have, and it's and that, and that sucks, and and and, and it's it's terrible. It 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 is terrible. Like. The circumstances that it had to take for Mark Briscoe to go be on on, on worldwide television, it took from yeah. losing, it took from to lose his brother. Is it worth like if 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 I was if it was me I wouldn't be like all right cool I did it I don't want to I don't want to be on it. I wouldn't I, w- I wouldn't be on there next week or the week after or whatever. I'll stick to ROH when you get your weekly TV. Because it probably won't be on TBS or TNT. It'll probably be something completely different. So I'll wait. Or, you know, like, nah, man. It's it, it it's just, it's sad. And then that's just the way. And it also, that's the industry. It's just the, the show business industry, period. Not just the wrestling business. It's show business. We 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 are a, a crisis glorified uh, type people. <laughs> Shut up, Siri. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> um yeah i it it i it, it sucked it, it it just it it really upsets me that it it, it took that because you know it's crazy because they've had people on that tv on that show and then i'll even will be and i'll keep it a buck honest there are people on dynamite who've done way worse and said way worse than what jay has ever said who are still on that tv and who still work for Warner Brothers Discovery. Period. So not that not and not to be not not to diminish what Jay said or anything like that to say that oh you know of like as far as severity of it is or anything like that. Not you know but like nah man it's it's whack. It's whack. It's whack. So I you brought something up and I just I thought about it and I wish I would have thought about it before we hopped on the show right because you kind of mentioned it right like it it did take Jay passing to get Mark on and you know for those who don't know uh they buried Jay today and I didn't even think about that and when we were talking about this topic I was like yo that makes sense 
until this very moment when you said that and I was like shit like we legitimately are talking about a topic <laughs> about a man who literally just got put underground today you know and I don't like I loved watching the match I 100% did and I thought Mark he he set it off right but it's one of those things where I just realized like that we we didn't say we didn't plan this out to be insensitive right so our thoughts are always with uh, the Briscoe family because we know that uh his little girls are still struggling right now and our thoughts and prayers just continually reach out to them and anybody who knows us know that we are all about uh with, with them over there in Delaware um yo but it's like it it does make a point right that like you waited for this man you 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 clearly weren't going to wait for an apology. Like, and this is on Warner Brother, right? So this isn't even towards AEW. Because I know, I know Tony Khan is working behind the scenes. He's doing everything he's got oh, no, to do. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Nothing, so not a, not a knock on Tony. I just want this. Yeah. Um, I Tony, want this to be Tony done. Did, this is- Tony did. And I, and, I, and I know this for a fact that Tony is doing everything in his power for that family. And that is why I, you'll never catch me saying really a bad thing about Tony Khan as a person. Like the man, Tony Khan. You'll never hear me say a bad thing about him. Booking choices, as far as wrestling's concerned, well, I, that's a different story. But at the man, Tony <laughs> Khan, you never, you, you can't. That what he has done for that family and what he, I know he's going to continue to do is just beyond a blessing to that family. And like, this is this is not a knock on Tony Khan because he's because I actually I, I applaud Tony Khan for even getting for not for not settling on the no, even right. after the fact. Like they told them no for 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 the tribute that uh you know the 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 week prior. So I I give mad props and and, and admiration for Tony Khan for not sticking with the no and 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 keep pushing the issue because if he didn't we wouldn't have we wouldn't have gotten you know the Mark and Jay Lethal match we wouldn't have got the tribute uh live on on Dynamite. So absolutely I give Tony Khan it is this is all on a Warner Brothers thing. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this it, is, it goes back to this kind of where I was like getting ready to kind of like, I, for lack of a better word, like I was really about to point the finger and like take aim at, right? Because you're talking about a studio, right? And if for some, if for our wrestling fans out there, we're about to divulge a lot of information. Some of it's known, some of it may not be known, right? So we just want you to kind of know, right? But we're talking about the same company, right? That legitimately took Zack Snyder's cut of uh, yeah. the Justice League and hid it from the world because what they did was Zack Snyder, I don't know if people know, but Zack Snyder's daughter had drowned, right? And instead of taking a break and letting Zack go mourn and kind of like deal with what he was dealing with with his family, Warner Brothers fired or dismissed him from the project, flew in Jaws Whedon and had Jaws Whedon uh, finish the project. And that was the first Justice League movie that you guys may have saw, right? That's what he chose. That's what they chose. Then after that, we're not even going to talk about the rest of the bullshit that happened. We can go right into they're still choosing Ezra Miller to be the Flash after all the DV stuff that happened, right, behind the scenes, right? We're talking about they stood behind a a, a director who legitimately looked at uh, Gal Gadot and said, if you don't do what I say, I will ruin your career and stood behind him. They got Ray Fisher fired. The guy plays Cyborg. They dismissed him from all future projects. And this is a dude who was just standing up for himself because he was like, yo, these are the pressures that I was being put into when I was on the film, right? 
So there's all these known stuff that's happened behind the scenes with Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers Discovery. There's all these things that happen behind the scenes. And you mean to tell me that somebody who tweeted something in 2011 and 2013, right, then apologizes for it a couple years later, can't get on a wrestling product that the fans were clamoring for. Like anybody who was paying attention, right? You're talking about at least at a minimum, if FTR and Briscoes are on TNT Dynamite, you're talking, and I'll exaggerate the shit out of it because I, I can and I want to, 1.5 to 1.75 million people wanting to tune into that match alone. Because when they did it out, when they did it at the Multiverse of Madness and they did it, you know, at the Ring of Honor shows, those shows exploded with those guys because they were talent, right? That's where I'm kind of like thinking about things, right? So for TNT, for not TNT, but for Warner Media to sit back there on their high horse and be like, nah, it's it's their stuff that they said uh, about people back in 2011. We don't want them on our TV. Like, bro, like you need to chill out. Like the guy apologized. So for you, you probably should reconsider your position. Uh, and I know they got rid of a whole bunch of people on Warner Media executives, right? Like a lot of people had to step down because of all the deals that happened with Warner Brothers. But it's just, I don't know, man. It's just disgusting to think about because it's like you're, you're holding certain talent back. But then, again, other talent that have done stuff that are currently on air, right? you're okay with like it's i don't know it's very it's very weird and to see the pick and choose and the shit that you're gonna hold on to like i don't know man like it's just it doesn't sit well with me it actually bugs the shit out of me and it pisses me off to the point where it's like dude like why did you like two dudes from delaware right setting the world on fire and you guys were like Nah, they said some. They said some pretty, pretty ridiculous things. Uh, on well, Jay said some pretty ridiculous things on Twitter. So we don't want him on our air. And now all of a sudden, like you, all the situations that happened with Ezra Miller just getting drunk, badgering some women, and like, and I don't want to downplay that by badgering, saying badgering some women, like disgustingly badgering women and kids, and you still choose that guy. And it's not like this was 10 years ago. This was last year, 2022. This man was in the news every other week. And they were like, mm, he's still our flash. We're still going to stand behind him. Like, this is disgusting. It kills me. And I'm just like, wondering where the media like, does not have um, a moral compass in themselves. They're just kind of like, what they literally do, and PETA, come after us if you want to. They literally cut off a chicken's head sat it on a on a circle and let it run around in a circle and wherever it fell that was the punishment that they chose for that person that's what they that's how they that's how i believe it south park did it and i'm sure that's how everybody else is doing it because i'm like there's no way there's no way like mm, 30 days oh you said something about uh, another female and what you wanted to do back in 2016 mm, 30 days uh you said something you tweeted some things that were uh pretty pretty uh ridiculous about people in the lgbt community banned for life like what <laughs> like that man apologized mm, still <laughs> like come on man like stop it get out of here 
and uh, I think Chaz went into the Chaz went into the uh, into the fast zone. Like he's in a, the speed. <laughs> he's gone into the future. <laughs> Am I back? Am I yeah, back? you're back. Ah, okay. <laughs> right, yeah. I I said my two cent on it. I don't even got nothing else to say. Fuck that. Nah. <laughs> so we're gonna keep it moving we keep things light because you know this is a show where we definitely want to have communications and fun with you guys so we want you guys to have fun with us too uh if you guys do have things to say go ahead and tweet it out to us let us know what you guys see but we're gonna move into this or that and we're gonna talk about this year's rumble okay so who had the better pop was it cody or was it chelsea green Mm. Initial pop, like we can't be like, oh, the setup, like no, no, no. I don't know. Now I need to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the I think Chelsea had a more bigger initial pop because of the shock value. Um. But I still think Cody's pop was bigger because they were waiting for it. Yeah. They were waiting for it. And I and that I think that's the thing. They were waiting for Cody because they knew it was happening. And as the numbers got on, and then we got to 29 and we realized there's one person that hasn't been in the match yet that we know that it's supposed to be. Oh crap, here he comes. So I, I I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Cody. Okay, I'm gonna go with Chelsea. Yeah, I because it was a surprise. I, yeah, like I just I <laughs> both were both were the uh, both were pretty big and they were pretty yeah, big for different reasons. Exactly, like said, we all sat on our hands. We're like, when's Cody coming? When's Cody coming? And then we realized like 30, it was Cody. And then on the other side. I mean, no one expected. Ch- oh, and we there was rumors that Chelsea Green had been like supposedly coming back, right? And Matt Cardona was also apparently supposed to return too. But that was yeah, that was there was all rumors, right? Big the two for one deal is what people would have said. Uh, but no, uh, I think Chelsea was just a bigger surprise to me. Uh, I think when people when the fans realized it was Chelsea Green, like they all explode. They're like, oh my god, she's here! Like, yay, Chelsea! So. I think I'm going to have to kind of lean towards her Chelsea side. Uh, also, Nia Jax got a pretty big pop, too. Nia, but... did get, Nia got a pop for me because I, I give her so much flack. And <laughs> because I, and it's because I love I, – I do love Nia Jax. I, it's, it's the other uh, – it's her other uh, fa- family member I don't like as much. Um, what was uh, – yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what was your uh, – what was your holy shit moment from the Rumbles? So for the women, my it was rock. It was I had a lot of uh, oh shits for the for the woman. I thought I thought the, like I said, the women had a lot more. It was better structured as mm-hmm. far as um, the Rumble goes. Uh, I, Roxanne coming out and actually doing uh, being a significant player in the Rumble, not just being a body. Um, yeah. I thought she, that was good. Um, the 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 Nia Jax and uh, Raquel stare off at the, was was cool. Was was like a, oh shit, like oh wow wow Nia coming back. Nia. 
them uh, them screwing it up like 10 seconds going and then just playing her music <laughs> yeah. um that was an oh shit moment uh <laughs> but out of the, the men i think uh beth coming mm. out and spearing Rhea. Rhea winning the whole thing was i think was oh shit knowing the fact that she came at number one being uh yeah. the only the fourth person to do that. I think is that the correct number if Yeah, that was that was it. That is the correct number, including you know who. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I, I wanted to make sure I was like because I heard Michael Cole say when I rewatched it again today, I was like, wait a minute, man. I'm like, are they leaving out Benoit? But okay. But yeah, she's uh only the fourth person to do it. Uh, for the men, oh, oh shit! Um, it wasn't Booker T coming out because I saw that coming. I knew that. You know, it, it, Booker T coming out is not a surprise. I see him every week on NXT. It's not a surprise if I I, I see him that you did this before, and I know Booker wrestles still, and I know they know that Booker wrestles still wrestles, and, I, and we all know that Booker's in tip top shape. So why not throw him in there as a body? Right. Um, let him do his greatest hit and get thrown out. That's what happened. So that's exactly. Um, what <laughs> I, I mean, but if as far as like him, uh, those uh, those those legends that come back for the Rumble, that's what you're supposed to do. Get the pop. Oh shit, he's back. Do your greatest hits. Uh get out of here. <laughs> Spin a Rooney over the top. Yeah, man. Like seriously. <laughs> Uh, Cody winning. I think <laughs> Cody and, and Gunther one on one match because that's what that was. Yeah. At the end, um, wasn't oh shit because uh, I knew he was. I and I said it. Noah, Noah was there and uh, Machiavelli was in the car. I said it. I said, oh, it's Gunther and Cody. Yep, Cody's about to get a ass beating, and <laughs> he got more of an ass beating. <laughs> uh, I think. I think uh... Gunther, go ahead, go ahead. Gunther beat him for leaving us. Like, this is what you get for getting injured. <laughs> Chop. Right on that pack. This <laughs> right. Right on your was, bad pack. That's what you get. I, I thought he was going to re-injure. I thought he was going to re-injure it again just because he was chopping him so hard. But yeah, those, uh, are my, those are my old shit moments, really. I'll tell you, the, uh, the one that got me right on the women's side was when uh, I forgot who Bailey picked up, right? But she had her pretty much like in a burning hammer position. Yes, yes. And what you call it? Came it, and kicked. Yeah. Yes, yes. I know exactly what you're talking. Oh my god! I I was like, oh shit! Oh, yes. she's okay because that yes. looked rough. <laughs> yes, know? I actually I was like, that was a bunch of suck. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, we got to do that, guys. That was tough. <laughs> uh, I, that one, that was a that was a moment that got me up, and I was like, oh damn, I hope she's okay. There was another one too that looked kind of funky that was similar to that. And I was like, yeah, let's let's not do that again. Uh, the other one that the from the men's side was um god dang it. Uh, uh um not Angelo. What was uh Ooh. why can't I why can't I, I can't remember uh the Street Profits. Um uh, Dawg- Dawkins? No, not Dawkins. Um, Montez Ford? Montez. Yeah, how Montez got eliminated, and he just landed on his feet. Like, oh, yeah, outside. Yeah. Like, yeah. it didn't make sense. Because, like, it was weird. It was like Priest had him for, like, a choke slam, 
And as he goes to choke, he just throws him outside. And then Montez lands on his feet and he just stares at the crowd. And I was like, I don't know if that was how that was supposed to play out. <laughs> but I was like, what happened? <laughs> because well, maybe it was. He looked, yeah, but he looked, he, I mean, he looked confused. <laughs> Like, he, he probably out. Well, I mean, he was about to get choke slammed, and yeah, and then he's just like, "I'm just gonna land on my feet outside and just stare at the rest of the crowd." I was like, "Yo, but you're out." <laughs> like, I don't know if he knows or not. Well, I mean, was just think about it. That's smart. Why take the choke <laughs> no, slam on the yeah. outside when you can just land on your feet? I mean, hey, I'm out regardless. So, <laughs> yeah, but it was just like, oh, oh shit, oh. What? <laughs> that was a, that was where I was, uh, and because I don't expect everybody to take like the crazy back bumps, right? Uh, but then also or, like or maybe that's ricochets. just thinking too much logic. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but then like, well, or like maybe it's that we're thinking that if we get thrown outside, we're gonna land on our back and try to keep our feet in the air because like technically our feet haven't touched the ground yet. Like, oh, then. <laughs> I don't know. That's but it's it's weird though because like like that was one of those moments too, and then like. Um, you know, Gunther and Drew just throwing chops at each other. Oh my god, yeah. I okay, so I don't want to not Gunther, but I've said this a couple times on this show about him, right? When Gunther was on the Indies, Walter was on the Indies, Walter was very mystic, right? He was like this force, this wrecking thing of a dude like you brought in walter to destroy somebody right now i still think walter is that dude in wwe right but i feel like watching walter in wwe is like watching just i don't want any other regular six foot plus dude in the ring if that makes sense like because the way i always imagine walter was that he was this Drew McIntyre type of guy until I saw him with Drew McIntyre. And I was like, Gunther is just like, I don't know. It just feels like it'd be like me and Ricochet next to oh each other. Gosh. And people thought that like I was like massive, right? And I stand next to Ricochet. I'm like, mm, Ricochet's like maybe a couple inches taller than me. And <laughs> like, it's just what I look at. And I'm like, yo, I love, I love watching Gunther work because all of his stuff is clean. Everything about him is clean. But I was just, I imagine when I saw him on the indies working Jordan Devlin, working Name Redacted, right? Uh, that he was just destroying people left, right, and center. And then I'm just kind of like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I still like him and I still enjoy watching all of Gunther's work. It's it's, I, it's 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 the free version of Gunther, not the paid. Yeah, version. it is. That's it's exactly what I'm saying. I like premium Walter way better. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you. What you got was the you got Gunther light. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got Gunther's. 100%. Gunther's just Walter light. In order to get Walter, you got to play nine ninety nine a month. And just like Walter. Uh, you guys get this show for free, but what does that mean about what's happening right now? Well, like every great part of a wrestling match and how I like to end this thing on now entering the ring. Okay. We're going to take this home. <laughs> I, was, well, I was wondering where you I was like, oh, where, where, where were you going with this? Because <laughs> you guys know what to do. Go check us out every single Sunday or every Tuesday, depending on if we have shows for now entering the ring, right here on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, 
wherever you guys get your stuff at, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to give us those five-star frog slash reviews on Apple Podcasts. Also, answer a question on Spotify because we definitely put that out there, right? Whether you guys like the show or what you guys feel about the episodes, we even put out our, our questions, right? Answer those questions. Let us know. Interact with us, right? Chop us up here on Twitter at 3count underscore pod. Also, follow us on Instagram, tw- TikTok, wherever, right? 3CountPod. Follow Chaz. I have to remember. I got to point this way now. Follow Chaz on all your social media platforms, right? What is it? Uh, Chaz underscore the Dawn. Or on the everything. Dawn underscore Chaz. No, yeah. Chaz underscore the Dawn on everything. On everything. I make it easy for you. You have no right, excuse Nate, not to follow me. You have no <laughs> excuse. None. And of course, you can follow all my stuff at the underscore red dog 85 because, you know, I try to keep it simple for y'all too. Go to our prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count podcast and go pick up some merch. It'll be there for however long Chaz wants it to be up there for. And then expect us to be on For Your Wear here soon. You guys can also go on foryourwear.com forward slash pure ignorance or red hyphen dog and go pick up your merch from us because, you know, we definitely appreciate it. The more that you guys go out and Spread the good word of the Red Dog or Pure Ignorance or Chess or Prince or Noah. You know, the boys of, you know, Ignite Dogs. The more you go out there and spread the good word about us, the more that we can get stuff together for you guys and get that, all this stuff up and running. And you guys can get all, like, the fancy schmancy kind of things, like, you know, a better show, like, if you guys want that. But in the meantime, between time, what we need from you guys is to just pick another episode and listen to us there because this one's over. We're going to... Yeah. Madonna. We're in this one. This yeah, number 30 entrant just got in, and we just got thrown over the top rope. So uh, 28 and 29, we out. Hey, guys. It's the host of The Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social media. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count Underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E, because you're not going to find anything. So, make sure you... Follow us at 3CountPod or 3CountUnderscorePod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.